podcast. I'm your host, founder and executive producer at the Film Fund, Thomas Verity. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker, producer, and film festival judge. I started the Film Fund to give filmmakers an easier, alternative way to get their films funded. Instead of working on a screenplay, crowdfunding campaign, or grant application, you write one sentence pitching your film for a chance to receive up to $10,000 and other prizes to make it. Our winter narrative and documentary funding contests are open for one more week, so don't forget to submit your pitch. Check us out at thefilmfund.co to enter your one-sentence pitch for a chance to receive up to $10,000 and other prizes to make your film. I want to remind listeners that contests happen regularly, so if you are listening at a later date, please check the website at thefilmfund.co for the most up-to-date information. Today, we have Colleen Brady on the podcast. Very excited to talk about her project. Thanks so much for coming, Colleen. Could you give us a quick intro? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So I'm a documentary filmmaker and visual artist. I love film, of course, but I also am really into photography, digital and film. And I also really love painting. Um, in general, I love telling stories and creating nice looking things. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a little bit like Clark Kent because like by night, I am a documentary filmmaker, <laughs> but by day, I am a post-production manager at a kitchen appliance company. So oh, very cool. I, I always have a lot going on. It's very exciting here. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and Colleen was one of our winners from a previous contest. She won a $400 KitchenPlit gift card to help out with equipment rentals for her short film, a uh, documentary film that is now a feature film, I understand. Uh, it has evolved, uh, which we generally don't see, but we're super excited to be along the journey with her. Yeah, so I first started with a short docu-series called Geronimo, and that had to do with aerial acrobatics and um, the artistry of it and a little deep dive about um, these two very strong women in general and how it impacted their lives. And I think from there, my genre kind of evolved <laughs> from like just telling stories to being like very heartfelt. And I feel like I found my niche. I was like, I really like making people feel things. Because um, in general, I feel like we're kind of guarded about our feelings. And I just wanted to get it out in the open that we always, we all feel like very vulnerable things. So let's just share that. We're not alone in the things that we feel. So why hide it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think every artist has a vulnerable, every person has a vulnerable side, but I think artists and especially filmmakers are able to get in touch with that side a little bit more and use it in their work and get it out of other people. Um, when, you know, you're doing interviews and things like that. I, <laughs> I used to work for a video agency and I made a woman cry on camera and it was, it was sad, but I was also like, yes, I did my job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing to tap into those emotions sometimes. Um, to help tell stories. How does that relate to yeah, um, your winning pitch? Firebird. The it's or, based off uh, of the, uh, still called well, Firebird? So it's about the Firebird Festival awesome. that's in central Pennsylvania. Um, and the festival is essentially that uh, these group, this group of community members come together every year and they build this 20 to 30 foot bird a wooden Phoenix because the town is Phoenixville. And then in the middle of winter, they just burn it down. And so cool. it's fascinating because you'd think like after putting so much time wow. 
uh, and like sweat and all this energy into it that um, why would you just like burn it down at the end of the year? But um, that's kind of one of the captivating mm. things is that it's about accepting change, uh, accepting transformation that not all things last forever and that's okay. They have all the memories of coming together and um, making friendships and building this bird and it's okay that it's ended. But anyway, so that's how it was kind of pitched to me when I first went. And so when we uh, we decided to make the doc and then okay. um, apply to the film fund, we wanted to make it like the same kind of story-esque um, log line. So I think I started it out with like on a cold December night um, mm -hmm. because that's like, the festival that's when we all come and we experience this like humongous fireball like in the dead wow. of winter and um and making that log line was like so fun because i felt like it got in touch with that little like fairy tale side of storytelling of yeah um so yeah, yeah that was uh super fun and <laughs> i mean we agonized over every word in our log line of it that's kind of the beauty of it. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I hear that from, I hear two things from filmmakers, uh, winners of the film fund. It's either like, oh man, we really, you know, agonized over the words in our, our pitch to get it just right. And we spent weeks on it. And then I have some other winners who email in like, oh, that's so awesome. I submitted multiple <laughs> pitches. Could you uh, remind me which one this was about? And it's just like they just fired it off. So it's so interesting to see different approaches to that. But uh, one thing I've always heard is that um, entering the film fund, working on your log lines, it's always good for really narrowing what your story, narrowing down what your story is about. Totally. Finding, like the true conflict of the story, the true thing you want to Yeah. Focus on. And, you know, I so feel like when I'm, you're I'm starting you in a experience. film, like you really need to know the ins and outs of like your plot your vision like what you want to get out of this film and so like the log line mm -hmm. helps you centralize like all your ideas and so when you feel like you're going off track you can be like this is what i want it to be about this is this is it <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. yeah you have the um like the archetype right, to go right. back to with the log. Like, oh, let's go back to the north. <laughs> go back to North Star, see where, where we're supposed to be going with it. Uh, but that's awesome. Where, um, you talk to me a little bit about your what you like to focus on. Where did you get um, inspiration for kind of hmm. tapping into that vulnerable that's a good side? Question. Of I guess it's just like, I've always loved those kind of movies that at the end, like, I feel like. This is what it feels like to be human. This is what it feels like to feel all these things. And um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I I think like as a kid, uh, I don't know. My family didn't really talk about feelings. So <laughs> whenever I saw that in movies, I was like, oh, I love that. And I mm -hmm. I think I wanted to just grow up and make the movies that yeah. um, would do the same thing for future generations, I guess. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, so and where did you get the inspiration um, my producer Charlie grew up in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, where the Firebird 
festival takes place. And one year he just, well, to 2019, um, mm. he took um, all of us, all of our friends down to go see it. And we didn't really know. He kind of described it pretty poorly. And he was just like, I don't know, it's a big bonfire. And we were like, okay, <laughs> we didn't really know what we were getting into. Um, but it was absolutely mm. amazing. It was just uh, this tremendous experience. And I remember, I mean, 2019 was a pretty rough year for me, like personally, and like going, it kind of felt like this communal experience of like, I could really throw all my troubles into the fire, let it burn and just start a whole new year clean. And that seems to be mm. kind of like, um, a theme that That's a lot awesome. of people feel when they go to the Firebird Festival. And so after that, I was like, wow, I want to make a movie about mm. this experience that we can all start over and it's going to be mm. okay, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, so they just yeah. torch this thing? <laughs> I know. It, um, it, is, That's so cool. it is the hottest <laughs> thing I've ever experienced. Um, <laughs> like my eyebrows, like I'm surprised I leave with them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was, it, it was really incredible. Wow. And so, yeah, in 2020, we were like, let's make this doc. We applied to the film fund and uh, the film fund mm. ever so graciously gave us some money. And we were like, yes, we got this. But of course it was 2020 and we all know what <laughs> happened. Um, so uh, yeah. there was no physical Firebird Festival. And then one thing led to another. So we were like, we got to mm. stick it out for another year. Um, we have to like the whole point of this thing is that mm -hmm. it's resilience. We don't give up. And so we followed it for another year. And then we were like, we have so much content that we could not possibly fit this into like a succinct short, like a good short. And so we were like, why not mm -hmm. make it a feature? <laughs> um, so that was quite exciting. Mm -hmm. I was always kind of on the feature boat. And I had to convince everybody else. But finally, there was like so much content that we were just like, it's it. This is it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know, sometimes you just have to right. adapt to the situation you have. And, you know, I mean, it sounds like you wanted to make. I, yeah, I mean, not before, about but... this. It was just like <laughs> in my general plan. I was like, that would be neat. Um, I would like to do it before I'm 30, mm. but then like the right. opportunity just kind of landed in my lap yeah. and I was like, I, I gotta do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. I did. And um, I did you go to, to film school? Well, I was a film major. I went to Fairleigh Dickinson University um, and specialized in post-production. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Very cool. And so you said you do yeah. uh, your post-production manager during the day. Does that, I guess that helps you out when you're doing your own projects? Yeah, well, I've definitely learned how to like balance and... priorities and delegate and kind of like supervise. Um, but also, yeah, differentiate mm -hmm. between uh, what things really need to be focused on and what other things can just be let go. Like it's not worth spreading over in the grand scheme of things. Cause I think that's hard as mm -hmm. um, for like a lot of uh, filmmakers because they want to do everything, you know, they want to produce their film, at, you know, their baby and they yep. want to write it and they want to direct it and edit it. And it's like, um, 
you have to let go some of that responsibility and like trust others. Um, so yeah, managing mm-hmm. has taught me that. <laughs> yeah, no, yes. that's awesome. And I'm guilty of that too. Like I'm in post-production for sure right now and I wrote it, I directed it, I produced it, I'm editing it, but a lot of that, I actually I put, I put myself in it too. A lot of that is because right. I wanted to save money and I didn't have the budget <laughs> to hire people to do all that stuff. Um, but part of it's uh, also because I'm a control freak. So um, I could probably use that. Skill oh, of I'm totally go, guilty of um, that. Like I'll bit. just, I'll try not to micromanage, but I'll just be like, I want to know what you're doing. <laughs> I want to know what's up. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what, um? so what are your plans with the film are you submitting to film festivals or you're doing right so right now we're putting it together um we're hoping that uh it'll be done later in the year uh and then yeah festivals for sure uh we have a unique opportunity to have um theater distribution so we were gonna do that and then oh, cool. hopefully online distribution, which will be a new arena for me, but it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, awesome. And we'll, you know, gladly be yeah. proud to have it on our website and distribute it on our channel. It'll be super exciting. Um, I always love when the it's been it's been frustrating because mm. we're we're funding all these awesome projects, but a lot of them are they're shooting now, but a lot of them were stalled because of the pandemic. We said, okay, like, obviously we're not going to shoot right now when people want to feel safe. So a lot of the films yeah. are still out there, um, like, you know, waiting for them to be finished. But we're starting to get them in now. And it's so exciting whenever we get a finished film or a rough cut or something. It's like, oh, look at this. Um, I always love opening those emails. Like, oh, I can't wait to see. <laughs> it's like I get to take a break from the, yeah. like, quote, unquote, work <laughs> of the day. Although I guess it still is work, but it's work that I really enjoy. It's like, actually, I get to watch a movie now that we funded. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so super excited to have that um, on our website. And I, I can't wait to, to see, you know, the festival journey. Oh, you me guys too. Take. I'm so exciting. excited to see what it looks like at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. What... Um, what are your thoughts on film festivals? Have you yeah, I did done that, that with uh, my docu series, and my my, I learned a ton. Um, <laughs> and I, I feel like unless you like f- like interview so many people about who have already gone through it, like you can only experience it yourself. Of like, which ones are good and what to look out for, and what do you need, and um, mm-hmm. different timings of the year, and like what festivals are worth the fee and whether it's more important to go in person because I know people who like finish their film and then because of COVID um, they just didn't release it because they were like if I can't be at the festivals in person like then what's the point you know Um, for me I just didn't feel like waiting so I was like sure and um, Mm -hmm. I don't know uh, there are some funky festivals out there and yeah, I oh, and yeah. I totally wasted like my premiere moment by going with like a funky festival. I didn't yeah. know it was funky. Um, when you say funky, do you mean like it was kind of a scam? You think it's, it's not it that. Just, it's just that like... uh, the caliber of work was varying, um, and it was a I little see, yeah. uh, it kind of dampened the moment, I guess. <laughs> Gotcha. 
Yeah, I feel that. We we did a similar thing with my first short film a few years ago. Um, I guess more than a few years ago now. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, we were I didn't actually go to this festival, but we were I was honored to have it. Uh, I we were either nominated or won something at the Colorado. There was like some like weed in the movie. Mm-hmm. The character was a stoner. Um, so we submitted it to the Colorado International Cannabis and Hemp right. Festival or something like that. Uh, so yeah, there are definitely some some interesting festivals out there. I think the, um, sure. the uh, tell of whether a festival is funky or not is like if you're proud of the name. If you're like, yes, this mm. is it for me. Like, you know, it's kind of like, it's good. But if it's something that it's like, like, I won't give an actual example, but, like, if it's called, like, Lamp Film sure. Festival, you're, like, I <laughs> um, I think that's the tell yeah. of, like, that might not be so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, that's good. Yeah, definitely um, names are <laughs> yeah. so important, for sure, in evaluating things. It's, like, you see all of the, there are a lot of monthly film yeah. festivals, and a lot of them are just taking people's money, and it's, you have to be careful when, when submitting things to them. Um, but, I mean... Aside, besides the premiere status um, thing, it seems like you embraced the the online festival. I did, and I thought they were a lot of fun. They were interesting, too. I got to do a fair amount of, like, interviews right afterward. And, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, any kind of festival interview, it's like you really need to be on top of your answers because they only give you, like, 15 seconds. So you really have to be, like... Mm -hmm like you have to have impressive answers like right off the gate and you're like improvising um so i definitely got Mm -hmm. my fair share of like stage fright and i would just say like gibberish and i'd be like that could have gone way better (laughs) i hope (laughs) nobody from home was watching you know (laughs) (laughs) and so where is home are you also from around phoenix i'm actually from around bucks county um like new hope and stuff uh yeah. Okay, cool. I was at the uh, the New Hope Film Festival yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, I, I really want to go to that one when it, it comes back in person. But yeah, that, mm. that is just so pretty. So yeah, I'm, I'm a PA girl. Yeah. <laughs> cool, very cool. Um, in terms of advice, it could be about film festivals, online film festivals. It could be about anything. Um, what kind of advice would you give film fund community, filmmakers, maybe people who are just starting out? So... Generally, the advice I go with is a little pessimistic at first, but it means well. Um, Okay. Failure is inevitable. (laughs) And um, I mean, it is in a lot of different areas of life, but sometimes it hits a little harder in the creative areas of your life because it's much more personal. And I think... Mm. um, you know, there are a lot of naysayers. As soon as you go on a creative venture um, as something that like really feeds your soul, there's always somebody who's like, oh, I could have done it better or I would have done it this way or something like that. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to embrace the fact that failure can happen and um, your vision might not always pan out the way you want and that's okay. But the purpose of those kind of situations is to turn it into a lesson versus letting it uh, drown you in like self-doubt and negativity. Mm -hmm. Because even if you fail, like nobody is going to make your art for you. It's very important that you get up 
despite all of that and make your art and make sure that the world sees it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, failure happens, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, they say fail forward. I know that's a saying. We talked about that in my, uh, I did an entrepreneurship program for my master's. Nice. And we would always talk about that. We, we learned about, um, I think Thomas Edison, he had hundreds of like failed experiments. Um, I don't know how many, but like a ton. Yeah. And like how many failed experiments did it take him before he invented the light bulb? It's just like, you have to, that's not, I mean, I guess people, some people will say science is like kind of like art, but um, <laughs> same thing. Like right. you have to, you have to make that shitty short film that is just absolutely terrible. Um, and then you need to watch it and then you like need to know, I don't know, you just learn so much from, from doing that. At least I did. Yeah. Um, and it's not like, it sounds like you did too. Yeah. And it's not like people publicize all their failures. So you might feel mm -hmm. like you're the only person who's losing, but that's not the case. Like everybody yeah. runs into this. Uh, like where I learned that was that I kind of dove head first in this script that I wrote and I was like, yeah, let's just go for it. Let's do it. And for a lot of different reasons, which I've learned from, um, it didn't work out. It was like it mm -hmm. failed even before principal photography. And it was like so upsetting. <laughs> but like, mm -hmm. uh, and it took me a little while to like get back on my feet and like show my face again because I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. But it's like, <laughs> it happens. And the yeah. important part, what define, what should define you is that you get up in spite of it rather than let yourself stay down. Absolutely. I mean, you've seen Rocky, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's the? I'm gonna butcher the quote, which is embarrassing because I'm from Philly. But it's uh, it's not how much something you yeah. can take; it's how much you keep moving forward. Something like that. Yeah, it's it's about up. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost got it. Almost got we, it. We all um, know a quote. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely agree with all that advice. Um, in terms of some of your favorite things you like about the film fund, just to plug us a little. Bit. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what, oh. Uh, what do you like about the platform and submitting to it? I mean, the obvious is that, um, you know, you don't have to do these pages and pages of applications, right? It's just like a log line. Um, but mm. beyond that, uh, it's so accessible. I found that like, when I was doing a lot of research for grants and ways to apply for film money, um, it just seemed like, you know, when I finally found one that I was like qualified for, it was like the door would already be closed by the time I was trying to um, submit. And like the film fund just feels like I always have a chance. <laughs> mm. um, you know, you guys always have your deadlines open, like the rotating deadlines and everything. And that's, that's just great. Like with a lot of grants, it's, it's just not like that. So yeah. anyway, film fund. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that's, I always love to hear feedback too. Um, I mean, one reason for doing this podcast is yeah, it's a marketing thing and we put it out there <laughs> like, listen, go to the website, but you it's also you. A, a, an awesome opportunity to speak with you know previous winners and sponsors yeah. and say like hey what what is actually working with the film fund like tell us what you like and what you don't like and um a lot of people said they have liked that simplicity and that um that's the first time i've heard someone say that they like how available it is with the multiple um like entry opportunities 
Is it all good now? Yes. All of the scary red error messages have gone away from my screen. <laughs> we are back with Colleen Brady, film Hello. fund winner, talking about failing forward, inspirations, what they like about the film fund. Um, and then we had some technical issues, but we are back. So this will be fun for me to edit. I usually leave all the technical issues in just because it's fun to listen to later. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about, oh, my next question. Uh, what is next for you? We're just going to skip right to that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So, whew, so I'm editing this feature, which is very exciting. Um, but then what's next for me is, I mean, I have a lot of uh, short documentary ideas and I want to get back into writing and, uh, yeah, I, I hope that this is just a time for an artistic renaissance of just trying a lot of new things and um, experimenting. Mm -hmm. uh, what are so you editing the film in? Premiere? Premiere, or? yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was always curious because I know, um, I mean, I edit all of these podcast episodes in Resolve and I know it's oh. more popular, so I'm always interested in seeing if people are hopping on that resolve train but i mean i edited my last short in premiere as well so i didn't yeah. fully <laughs> fully trust it um just yet for like a passion project um but that's cool yeah. how long uh how long do you think it'll take until you are finished post-production oh um, scary question but you are a post-production manager so you should have a pretty quick answer i would imagine <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because um, I'm I'm balancing the work with like two other people, so it's right. like it could go super fast or not mm. at all. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, it, it's also like you know we're putting together like two years of events and stuff mm -hmm. that happens, so it's it's like anything. I, I think it requires a lot more creativity than you think because we're not going linear all the time right and um yeah so i think if we were doing just linear then sure maybe really fast but because mm. we're trying out some things maybe it might take a anyway i'm stalling i think maybe <laughs> <laughs> i think maybe uh we'd have like picture lock by like may june Okay. Um, I want to give myself a little bit of breathing time. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, because I can't work at a breakneck pace, right. but I can certainly try. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's so exciting. Um, we've been talking a lot about, this question just kind of came to me about mm. the Web3 and the metaverse and NFTs. A lot of our blog posts oh, have kind of been covering that. that. Are, yeah. are you interested in that at all? Do you have any plans to integrate this project with any of that? Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, you know, NFTs, I, I get it. I understand it and I respect mm -hmm. it, but like all I have ever gotten are like ads of like these, uh, gorilla graphic yep. art pieces. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so like, I, I know there's a way of integrating like filmmaking into it. And I think mm -hmm. that's like a super interesting space. I think it'll it'll become bigger as yeah. time goes on you can say like, no NFTs. too that's a fine answer <laughs> oh no well yeah because i don't understand it right. but um i think it's interesting mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> that's kind of where i started out and then i was like i got interested in the generative art aspect of it like making yeah. the different art with the different characters and everything uh so i was just curious was, oh are you doing it yeah we we are for oh, um the, nice. yeah i mean it kind of lends itself well to the short film 
film. It's called The Toms, and we're all yeah. run by Toms. A man named Tim tries to infiltrate their secret society because he feels that his name's close <laughs> enough. So there oh are like millions of Toms. So it made sense. Like, oh, well, let's have like a million different versions of Toms, and we can make each one an NFT, and then there's going to be one Tim. Um, so we're I'm doing oh. it just as a fun thing. But on the side that's but. hilarious i cannot <laughs> wait to watch that thank you yeah well I've, I've started plugging myself a little bit more through the film fund newsletter and not maybe yeah. plugging is a bad word but um i've realized people like seeing the face behind um the brand a little bit like they want to know about oh, yeah. the projects you're working on um like i am a filmmaker running the film fund is not just some faceless corporation um so i've st I started to share my projects a little bit more um and we've been talking about a lot about yeah. NFTs on the the podcast and the blogs. I just wanted to throw that out there and see what your mind was like in terms of that. Oh yeah, I'm not very useful <laughs> on that, okay. but that's super cool that you're doing Thanks. it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, currently working yeah. with an artist, and I was looking at different. I felt like I was putting together a mood board um, for like a costume designer <laughs> nice. or something. Yeah, because I was looking at. I was on like all these clothing websites today i was on like nordstrom looking for yeah. different sport coats and different like eyeglasses and all these different trades anyway we're getting off topic um <laughs> no i mean i i did a similar thing at the beginning of firebird i created this like lookbook mm -hmm. where i i included like all these fonts and colors and um i i just wanted to like put my vision there mm -hmm. and it was it was really fun to I feel like that's the most fun way to start a project you like make this lookbook where you're 100%. like oh I love like um I watched the documentary Honeyland which is on Hulu if you're interested okay. um love that movie I watched it like three times in a row back to back wow. because I was just like oh my gosh I love it so and you sat down so for like entire... six ish hours <laughs> And just watched it? No, it's because it's because like I watched it and then like I went to my producer oh, okay. and I was like, You gotta watch it. I thought you meant you literally so watched, watched it back it. to back to back, like on the same screen. <laughs> I no, I just didn't watch it like uh I, I didn't have any movies in between because right. I watched it with my producer and then I watched it with my DP because I was like, You gotta see yeah, it. That's awesome. <laughs> and and um so yeah. What um anyway. what is that one about? <laughs> so I forget the country, but it's kind of uh, about this woman who lives in a very rural, impoverished country, and she's a beekeeper, and uh, which doesn't sound exciting. It is. <laughs> it's beautifully shot, and it's just kind of like a year um, of her keeping the bees and how, um, and she's done it for like decades, and it's like her different techniques, and like there's no narration or... <laughs> interviews or anything it's just watching her live her life mm -hmm. and um everything she goes through in a year and this new family comes into town and is trying to like learn her tricks and um yeah it's it's interesting how like cinematic life can really mm. be and how like the themes of life just like jut out at you even though like the filmmakers were very like hands mm. off they were just like i'm gonna put this camera here and yeah, see what like happens style. and it was yeah and i was so effortlessly like storytelling mm. like powerful storytelling so anyway that's why i was so drawn gotcha. to it that's awesome <laughs> colleen thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to speak with us tonight uh, we will be releasing Thank this you. on friday 
I don't know which Friday, probably a couple awesome. Fridays from what I'm saying right now. A but Friday. we will tag you on social nice. media when we do so. Um, what are your social cool. media channels? Everyone can follow them. So for Firebird, it's uh, at Firebird Documentary on Instagram and Facebook. And my personal Instagram is at Cucumber Apocalypse. Cucumber Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I, so I've seen that because we've been following each other for a while. What the hell is Cucumber Apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had like a really esoteric story about it. But really, when I was like young and I needed a cool screen name for like my mm. IMs or whatever, um, I went on this like emo band name kind That's of so generator funny. and Cucumber Apocalypse wow. happened. So you can't even take I credit for like, coming up with it. It's mine. I can't, <laughs> but it is Fair. mine. You, you claimed it. I'll give you that. <laughs> like, it definitely beats mine. Yeah, my first screen exactly. name was Turtle Boy 9596 because I really liked turtles so with that i want to thank thank everyone for tuning into the podcast remember winter narrative documentary contests are open for funding we have one week left check them out at thefilmfund.co to submit your entry we actually i don't know how many weeks left there are going to be once this airs well right now when i'm recording it there's one week left so we'll just go to that but check the website for the most up-to-date information to see the deadlines check us out at the film fund on instagram film fund co on facebook simply film fund on twitter and the Film Fund on LinkedIn because we all love that corporate bullshit. And check the website regularly. Most up-to-date info. Said that already. Check out our blog, blog.thefilmfund.co. Awesome news in the film industry and updates about the company with the Film Fund. Um, check out our Learn section on the webpage, which was our old blog, which we shifted to be more educational. And sign up for our email newsletter where you can really get the most up-to-date info um, and additional prize information as well for each contest. And... I'm going to redo this outro next time because this is really long. It's like plug the ebook, plug this, plug that. Our last producer wrote it. I'm going to trim it down, but I'm going on a tangent. It's been a long day. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Colleen, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. This was super fun. Had a great fun. time as well. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Tune in Friday. Talk to you soon, Colleen. Bye. Bye. Bye.